When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Commanders taking on the New York Giants in this game. The Commanders are favored at minus two. The over-unders at 39 and a half. The Giants have been one and five against the spread so far this season. And there's been some talk. Chris, we can get into this a little bit. There's been some talk that uh, there's unrest in the locker room that some people would rather see some of the players that is rather see Tyrod Taylor than Daniel Jones at starting at quarterback. Now they're not going to get their wish because of what Daniel Jones is getting paid barring injury. But I do think it's a little bit interesting. We're getting some of that unrest in there. What do you make of all of that? You think there's something to that or no? I mean, I think there's something to it. It's New York and people are going to have egos and they're going to want to complain and point fingers at somebody. They need back, you know, page stories. Um, I do think that a big part of it's going to be the fact that, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the show, Dale Jones' inability or unwillingness to push the ball down the field. Um, we actually saw Tar- Darren Waller involved in the offense. We actually saw Darius Slayton actually get, you know, targeted consistently. So two receivers who were a lot of guys who, you know, followed this probably the primary threats down the field were actually involved in the game. We're looking at like Tyrod Taylor's a quarterback. Um, that, I think that's part of what you're seeing. That he, he, Daniel Jones is just not seeing the field very well. The offense doesn't have any flow. We were asking going into this week, where is Darren Waller? Where are the play calls for these different players? You saw Wendell Robinson be involved with, you know, little coach's pet pro- project. So I think a lot of things are going well for him versus Daniel Jones, who just wasn't feeding anybody and people are getting tired and you're losing. Yeah, I think it's, it, it, losing causes a lot of issues, basically much what it comes down to. Now, Daniel Jones dealing with the neck issue. He did practice in limited capacity today. I think one of the big reasons he might push to play is because of what might be going on behind the scenes. I got a feeling we're going to see him this week. Now, I'm still not trying to play Daniel Jones, but I am higher on him than the ECR. You know, he's going to, if he does play, he's going to have Waller. He's finally going to have Saquon back. Commanders suck against quarterbacks, to put it frankly, the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Like, there's some sneakiness to Daniel Jones if he goes out there and plays. I'm just, I want to put it out there. And I'm still not trying to play him. Just, you know, let's not get it twisted here. But we haven't seen him with a full plethora of weapons and in a good matchup. We have seen him be. Uh, streaming ability before in these types of situations. The guy I do need, or not that I need, but I do have as a top end streaming quarterback is Sam Howell. But you know, Sam Howell's been getting it done, and we love him against the Giants. Adam, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You gonna pl- you gonna plug and play Sam Howell this week? You stream him? You saying with, with some of the situations going on around the league? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm definitely. I, I've got him in a few super flex situations. And I'm very happy for him to be the second guy. And yeah, I mean, 
game like this is tough because I don't think it's going to be particularly high scoring, but his defense could put him in a shootout at any moment. <laughs> so that that's kind of the beauty of him so far this season is he could be in a 30-30 game at any given time because his defense is awful. Yeah, I, I do want a quick uh, quick shout out to Saquon Barkley. I'm I'm you know it doesn't I don't want to get too much into this because it still have him as an RB one. ECR's got him as a low in RB one at ten. I got him as a high in RB one at, at four. I'm just impressed with the way he looked in his first game back. The fact that he got 29 opportunities right off the bat. He looked explosive. He looked fine to me. Uh, so you know, if you're going to get him that kind of volume in this offense, they desperately need him to move the chains. I'm, I think Saquon Barkley's back to just being an RB1. So I just was impressed with what I saw there. Uh, Brian Robinson, you're playing him. You like the matchup. He's getting the workload. He should get a touchdown in this game. I got him on high end RB2. I don't think, and I have him right in line of the ECR. You're not going to change that. Terry McLaurin's getting enough volume. While it's been a super spreader, I guess you could call it, the, the baby spreader to the Chiefs, going on with the Commanders right now and Eric Bieniemy. McLaurin's getting enough volume to, to, fight, to stabilize him as a low-end wide receiver, too. Um, Chase, I, I know I have Wandale Robinson as a wide receiver four, and now all of a sudden he's listed with a knee issue, but that's part of, his, I think, his maintenance plan from coming back from his ACL. But he has had less than five targets in any game that he's played this year. It looks like he completely took over the slot position starting last week. Commander's third most fantasy points allowed to the wide receivers. I don't know. You, th- you think about Wandale Robinson, if not this week, maybe moving forward, you looking at this guy? Uh, it may be moving forward, yeah. I mean, We've we've said it. This is one of the wide receiver rooms. I mean, we've talked about the Chiefs and how nobody has taken charge. We've talked about the Giants, how there's a ton of ostensible talent in that room, but nobody has stepped up and actually done anything with it. Uh, And honestly, some of that is due to the fact that they can't get a pass off edgewise with the way that the line is played and the quarterbacks have looked terrible. But um, yeah, if he's actually going to seize the slot role out of the 13 slot receivers that they signed this off season and have on the roster. If he's going to be the guy who actually takes that. And if he's going to continue to see that kind of usage, somebody has got to be the number one receiver uh, outside of their tight end. And so, yeah, I mean, I I'm willing to stash him. I'm not crazy about, you know, this week for him. Uh, and, and I want to see him put together. We, you know, we've kind of made the, comment in the past you do it twice in a row okay great if you do it three times in a row now we've got a now we've got a trend going on here um yeah i want to see him be a little bit more consistent and continue to put these kinds of games together uh regardless of whether it's tarod taylor or or daniel jones at quarterback but hey somebody has to actually be a usable wide receiver or at least a you know a top wide receiver in this room and i don't think there's any reason why it shouldn't be him i mean he's finally healthy and hey Go for it, Wandale. Yeah, I hear you. Chris, help me out with this question. Mason's asking, should he trade Ramondre Stevenson and Jamar Chase for A.J. Brown and Brees Hall? I would pull the trigger on that deal because I think the upside for Brees Hall is much more. The Jets, you know, second-half schedule is going to get much easier. Um, I'm a little bit worried about Ramondre. I think, you know, I like what Stevenson looked like last week. I think he'll have some involvement. Their schedule gets easier in the second-half schedule season easier as well. But I'm going to be honest, we, we skipped over him, but Zeke looked good to me, guys. He got a touchdown call back that you know, you know, wasn't part of this, the stats that we see. But people want to hate on Zeke and his last explosiveness. He might have been the most explosive player on He's the He's not going anywhere. So I, I agree with you. So I'm, I'm pulling the A.J. Brown, Brees. A.J. is number one receiver. Samoa Jamar, Brees got more upside. 
I, I agree with you there. The, the, the downgrade from Chase to AJ is is outweighed by the upgrade from Stevenson to Brees Hall, who looks fantastic. And, and we're not talking about him because they're on bye this week. But I do want to point out Brees Hall. The one factor we had was go, going forward, for me at least, for him to get back to that RB1 echelon. Will he start to cut in into that passing work? And he did start to do that last week. So he cut into the guy with the carries. And then last week, he started to cut into Michael Carter's passing work. So that's kind of the trend you want to see there so i like what i'm seeing out of Brees hall okay i will you're gonna play darrell waller regardless as a tight end one because there's not many tight ends to talk about but i do i need to i wish i had i need some like sad background music i gotta put that we'll put that in the note for next week i gotta apologize to you guys all out there you know you, uh, you stream logan thomas you've been trying to stream tight ends and you know what it's, <laughs> it's my fault it I is it every every time there's this one league in particular. Every every time I pick up a tight end, it just it just flops around its face. I drafted Dalton Schultz and Pat Fryermuth. Neither one of them did anything in the first couple of weeks of the season. Hunter Henry looked great. I pick up Hunter Henry. Didn't do a damn thing since I picked him up. Dropped him last week. Picked up Logan Thomas. Great matchup against Atlanta. Has been fantastic all year. Has by far his worst game of the season with one target for one catch and two yards and a fantastic match against Atlanta. And then he he craps the bed too. So here's what I'm going to, I'm just going to let you guys know. I do have Logan Thomas, the top 12 tight end this week. And in that league, I am going to stick with Logan Thomas again this week. So if you want to bench Logan Thomas for anything with a pulse, I understand you've been warned. Dan, Dan, to make you feel better. Um, <laughs> this is David and Joku like the last five years. So <laughs> you're good. This is how it works. This is how it works. I just I need to put it out there to the people. That it's my fault that these tight ends who get on these trends, and then it, I pick them up and they get torpedoed. Uh, let's go to our next matchup. 